Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mozman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Vargas, then we have Doug the freaking Slug Jordan, and freaking bringing up the rear, Tadia Risher the freaking Snowman. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And when I come to, I find myself in unusual soul surroundings. All around me, knobs, switches. Various lights. There's a beeping going on. I don't know how to stop it. In front of me, levers, more switches, foot pedals. And I am strapped in. Is this some great device to be used against me? To... Extract answers. I know not what they are, Uyghurs and Tweakers. If that is the case, I am in great danger. Suddenly, I look to my left. Next to me, another man sits. Surrounded by similar switches and lights and levers. And he looks at me and he nods his head and gives me a wink. And I look back and out the great window in front of me, I see nothing but sky. And then a building appears, Weakers and Tweakers, and more and more. And it appears that we are floating through this great world of ours towards some sort of metropolitan center. I do not know what it is. But it is beautiful and vast and a great marvel to this history of mankind. Well, now I am feeling good. I, I take control of these levers and switches in front of me. And I find myself, along with my partner next to me, guiding this magnificent beast, this great plane across this towering city. And with great glee, I fly through the air. And then suddenly, no, to my left, I, I notice a building, one great tower, and then another next to it. But the one that I notice first, there is some issue with it. There is a, a great smoke billowing from the top as if a terrible accident had happened. And what I further realize is that the plane that I am in is flying incredibly low. And I look over to my left at the pilot that sits beside me and he again nods his head and winks. And I realize I have been jettisoned into a great 
terrible tragedy. And moments before we make impact, I wake up. <sighs> Just want to say that all the proceeds of today's show are going to go out to the Twin Towers to get them back up there and to the families. So, God bless them. God bless America. 20 years ago today, 9-11-20-01, 21 years. Blessed are thee. Sandy, the same man, Farkas, will you remember where you were on 9-11? Um... Jeez Louise, it's, uh, yeah, my, my, my freaking do. Um, I was, um, I was freaking, I was freaking fortunate enough to actually freaking cover it as it was freaking happening live on the freaking radio. Um, which was, which was a freaking, uh, um, a freaking, a freaking, a freaking, uh, it was a freaking turning freaking point. Get out of town. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I was on the freaking cutting edge. Uh, I was I was one of the freaking first people to say, "Look, this is what's freaking happening," uh, and we need to freak, and you need to freak, and, and the world needs to freaking tune in because this is what's freaking happening. And this is what freaking because this is what freaking because this is I'm freaking drunk. I am so I am very freaking drunk. I recall listening to that episode now that you mentioned it, and I believe you said they should have made the building out of steel. That was your solution. I freaking said a lot of freaking things. Uh, I said, I don't think, I said, I don't think, I said, Jesus, Louise, I don't think those freaking planes are supposed to freaking go there. I said, I, I think this is a freaking, I think those freaking pilots might be freaking drunk. Um, and uh, I, mean, I said quite a few freaking things. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, a terrible day it was, and a great blight on this history, but also a moving moment once yeah. this great country came together. And I'm sure Doug Jordan can say a little, a few words about that. About the country coming together. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And the whole country came together after that. Last time I talked to Doug Jordan about nine 11, he just went on for about 45 minutes about Steve Buscemi. Yeah. He was a fire. He was a, used to be a fireman. Then he came and he decided to, to go and be a fireman again. Yeah, and something about freaking, what was it, Doug? You said something about freaking risking his life um, because the freaking because the government freaking pulled a freaking trick. Was that you? I believe you freaking said you said, and there he was freaking fighting, uh, saving freaking lives and putting his life on the freaking line. And and what was it all for? For so that so that freaking George, uh, George W. could get freaking a big bucket of freaking oil. I believe is what you freaking said. Well, that's what they say in the the movie. The one about change. They kind of say, they kind of, you know, it, was it an inside job? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, you're talking about loose change. I don't know why they didn't call that movie Two Cents. Because then you could say, you could hand it to people. You go, here's my two cents. Give them a little wink like that pilot in my dream. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, Tadia Freaking Risher, the youngest member on this great show. And perhaps to share your remembrance of this great tragedy. Um, I, I don't really remember anything. How beautiful, and I couldn't have said that better myself, is 
especially, I mean, blessed are thee those that are young. And I believe that's in, in the scriptures say that. Sandy can verify. Um, 100%. Uh, yeah, the freaking scriptures um, say freaking, uh, freaking vast. Um, they have a, they, when you really, when you, when, you, freaking, when you get down to it, those things are freaking just full of freaking, um, freaking full of, freaking full of, I'm being very honest, full of stuff, good, full of, it's full of, um, Jeez, always. I am I'm freaking drunk. Yeah, they got many parables to guide you on your way through the idioms. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, Doug Jordan, I am being so rude. How are you doing? How have you been? How was your week? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing. Uh, week was good. And how old are you? I'm not, I'm not this week. Yeah. Well, see, that's freaking interesting. So I freaking tuned in to freaking last week's show, and I was freaking, I was absolutely freaking flabber freaking casted. Um, when I freaking heard that you freaking said that you, I believe uh, to freaking quote freaking uh, you exactly, you said I'm I'm the freaking that I've ever freaking been in my freaking my entire freaking life. And I, I thought to myself, that was a little oh, freaking. Interrupt. I mean, it's interesting. They, it's also freaking interesting that I'm that I'm being freaking interrupted. Um, but, uh, and I I wondered to myself immediately, Jesus Louise. Why, do, why does he freaking wait until I'm freaking until I'm freaking busy uh, to freaking spill his freaking guts, spill his freaking seat as well? If I'm being freaking honest with you, yeah. I didn't spill my seat on the radio. I just said, you so know, what I was a sounded like. Please don't interrupt me. It's what it freaking just, sounded like. Well, I kind of want to just change things up. I always say, no, I'm not horny. No, no, and I just, you know, I decided to go for it. My yeah. therapist was telling me I should start uh, stop uh, saying no to everything all the time. Well, geez, Louise, that's freaking, that's very freaking interesting. Yeah. And how was your week? Week, my week was fine. You know, you know, worked. Yeah, I woke up in the morning, had breakfast. Uh, then I go to work, have lunch, usually at work. And then I come home, have dinner. Sometimes I'd stay at work, the dinner shift at the restaurant, and I'd, I'd have dinner there too. But other than that, I mean, it's fine. And then when I'm in my downtime, uh, starting to get Halloween decorations ready because uh, Halloween's coming up at, in October. Halloween, perhaps Doug Mason 2.0 style event. No, I was just going to have, you know, I was going to put the decorations out front and have kids trick or treat and, you know, give them candy. Put Is his, Mrs. You know, Jordan dressing up as a sexy nurse or? Sexy cheerleader, or sexy nun, or sexy frog, or... I think she's dressing up like a pumpkin. A sexy pumpkin? Well, no, I think it's just a pumpkin. I don't know what would be sexy about the pumpkin. I can imagine those two pumpkins right there sticking out, if you know what I freaking mean. Yeah, I do, and I don't appreciate it, talking about it like that on the radio. Yeah, Doug, I think I think you better freaking cut your losses and freaking stop freaking talking about this, because... Because you guys aren't freaking, you guys aren't freaking really getting along right freaking now. So I think you would be best to freaking stop freaking talking about her this way. Yeah. I don't think she'd freaking appreciate it. I didn't say anything about it. Just well, you said pumpkin. pumpkins. You said I would love to freaking nestle my freaking head in between those freaking pumpkins. Yeah. I didn't, I did not, you can check the tapes. I did not say that. Well, let's just hope she freaking keeps her hands off these freaking tapes or might be freaking the last freaking nail in the freaking coffin. Yeah. What is the great strife between you and Mrs. Jordan, if I might ask? Well, last week we talked about date nights and doing it at the house, and then you know she tuned in the show, and you guys were giving me a hard time about the date nights. So 
now I, I got to come up with a freaking solution to, to have a better freaking date night, and I haven't done it yet. And your solution is to get Halloween decorations and make her dress up as a sexy pumpkin? And no, that has nothing to do with it. That's got nothing, that has nothing to do with it. You need to get your freaking house in order, Doug. Yeah. Well, if I had a garage to use, you know, maybe my house don't, wouldn't be so don't freaking blame it on Don't freaking blame it on me. That's called freaking projecting, Doug. Um, and uh, and that's called freaking projecting. And you shouldn't freaking and you should freaking own up to your own your own freaking miss freaking doing freaking your own freaking you should freaking own it. You should own up to whatever the hell you should freaking. You can freaking get your freaking house in order, For Doug. weakers and tweakers, Sandy lives in Doug's garage, maybe if they haven't been following. Everybody freaking knows that. Yeah. Well, geez Louise down on my knees thought it was worth saying. Teddy and freaking Richard, God bless you, and how are you, and how are you, and how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing, first of all. I'm very freaking um, not ready to spill my seed on the freaking radio, Doug, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm up there. Um, my week has been interesting. Um, as Weegers and Tweegers know, I've been trying to build a freaking treehouse. Um, and while I am still living in that treehouse and it is still very small and I can only sleep in the fetal freaking position and poop out off over the ledge. Um, I am happy to report that, uh, those plans have been put on hold for even bigger, better freaking plans. Um, the treehouse, instead of renovating, will be built anew in a different location, in a different spot, uh, underneath the friggin' grounds of the richer household. So that's not really a treehouse, though. Yeah. Well, no, it's a, no, but it, it well, so it's going to be like under the trees. It's like an under treehouse. It's going to be made of concrete. Hmm. Yeah. So, so like not exactly in the root system. It, no, like freaking, like freaking Yoda's freaking house from freaking Return of the Jedi. Well, that's very interesting that you would say that, but no, it is more of that's that's kind of like a, kind of like a hut under a tree. This is going to be more of like a, a concrete structure. It's going to be maybe, you know, one or two rooms. Um, we'll have you know, a space to to live and maybe use the bathroom and and sleep and then there will be um some freaking storage where we'll keep some canned goods and some water and my dad's actually freaking helping me out with it um starting to build the blueprints and and start planning um and uh, we were doing the math the other day and it's estimated that you know if, if you need to live down there you can live for damn near five years before you need to come back up for food or water um it's got its own oxygen system and uh you can't hear it from the friggin' street, and you can't hear what's going on, and uh, it's going to be really fun. It sounds like what your dad is building is a underground prison. Um, well, I wouldn't call it a, a prison. I would, um, no, not a prison, because, you know, I, you can come and go as you please. All you need to do is turn the the vault handle, you know, put in the correct code from the inside because no one can get in get in from the outside you have to be let in from the inside um so you just have to put in the friggin' vault code and the door will open right back up and you can crawl your way out to the surface underneath the freaking hidden hatch that's absolutely freaking hilarious yeah and uh, my father says you know this is this is in case the freaking the freaking commies come but you know i think what he really means is that I'm back in his good graces and he's building me a freaking treehouse. 
Well, God bless you. God bless the treehouse. God bless your father. And a great treehouse it will be. Yeah. Though it will not be in a tree. Sorry, Doug Jordan, please. I just had a question about the toilet situation. So you're digging, you're going to be underground in concrete. Mm. Would you have to dig deeper for the toilet for, for, for the pipes? Or you're going to have some sort of a, I don't know, sump pump situation. Yeah. Is it probably going to be a freaking pump situation in which, you know, the, the water and the fecal matter will be freaking put into a tank and then you'll be able to hit an eject button and the tank will freaking launch itself into the air expel all the friggin' fecal matter and waste um above the surface oh, like into some sort like a mist almost yeah that's pretty cool it's more like a mushroom cloud but but yeah so that that's thank you for asking because that is an important part of the friggin' treehouse and it sounds way more hilarious than friggin' pooping over the ledge of a of a tree but well it's kind of similar it's kind of you kind of describe the same thing only one goes up and the other one goes down because I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, good, good freaking listening, Doug. I can yeah, see Doug it. Jordan frolicking through the freaking Rizzer's yard after Teddy uses his toilet and getting a face full of freaking bowel movement mist. Mouth open agape. Well, yeah, I could see you doing the same thing. Yeah, it's just any. You could probably imagine anybody doing it. Yeah. I can see you sauntering along, you know, one step after another, and then all of a sudden you get a freaking blast right to the face. Yeah, freaking step right on a freaking landmine. Yeah. And what happened to me? I was being in a bad luck. And, geez, Louise, down on my knees, weakers and tweakers know I have had my fair share lately. Those of you who are following, I did get married to Doug Jordan's sister, and God bless it is the, the great institution of marriage, though... The marriage certificate may be in question at this point. Weakers and tweakers know I have yet to consummate the marriage, and I have little time to do it. Also, geez louise, down on my knees, I went to go meet freaking Karen, and God bless her, I show up, she's sitting there with her boyfriend, name of Darren. Now, I thought... That was the end of it. Caused me a great bit of heartache. I almost freaking killed myself. And now Karen is calling me, saying she wants to talk. And every time I say, all right, I'm I'm ready to talk, she launches into a a whole story about problems she's having with her boyfriend, Darren. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, I say, I I do not want to sit here and talk about your boyfriend. I am not going to talk with my wife about your boyfriend. Yeah, as if freaking cuckolding you wasn't freaking enough. Now she wants to freaking talk about it. Yeah, wants to gripe, wants a shoulder to cry on. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, I said I just basically cleaned the shoulder off that you took a big, huge dump on, you and Darren, and now that it's clean, you want to sully it with your brown tears? No, thank you. But don't let me bog weakers and tweakers down. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, yeah. Uh, geez, Louise. Freaking thanks. Um, thank you for the freaking blessing. Uh, freaking first of all. Uh, second of all, freaking very freaking freaking diggins. Uh, some might even freaking say. Um, and I'm quite a bit freaking, and I'm quite freaking drunk, if I'm being honest with you. I've been on a 
I don't know if I'm drinking, if I'm drinking medicine that or not, but I've been drinking, drinking, I've been drinking, drinking, I've been drinking, drinking brown all freaking day, and I'm really quite freaking, I'm really quite freaking drunk. Yeah, he looks very drunk. We're using tweakers. Uh, yeah. And how was your week? Uh, geez Louise. Well, first of all, I want to freaking apologize uh, to freaking Wiggers and Tweakers and freaking Thrill Seekers and freaking, um, even the freaking Mayo Tarts um, for freaking being, for freaking missing the freaking program uh, yesterday. Uh, freaking last freaking week. Um, whatever that freaking echo. Uh, I was freaking DJing a freaking, uh, freaking corporate event, actually. It was for a uh, freaking company called freaking Paychecks. <clears throat> Uh, which is a freaking, which is a whole big bunch of freaking boring people. I'm being freaking honest with you, uh, but wouldn't you know it? Um, I guess, I guess I want to freaking start out by saying I've been freaking, I've been feeling pretty freaking aimless since, uh, since freaking um, the freaking World War, freaking Radio uh, War, freaking Part freaking Two, um, sort of entered a freaking, uh, freaking standstill. I felt a little bit freaking uh, aimless and a little bit, um, a little bit without freaking, uh, freaking purpose. And wiggers and tweakers, let me tell you, that all freaking changed. When I was freaking DJing this freaking paychecks freaking corporate freaking event. How did it change? Please don't freaking interrupt me. Uh, geez Louise. Um, everybody that freaking worked there was freaking boring, freaking white, freaking, um, freaking, uh, freaking uptight, freaking, um, basically got, they got freaking carrots up there, freaking sitting up there, freaking rears, if you know what I freaking mean. Uh, and, and, and I thought this is the freaking worst freaking event I've ever freaking worked. And then a freaking man freaking walked into my freaking life. A uh, man by the name of freaking Russell. Um, wouldn't you know, this man was wearing a freaking full-brimmed hat. So right away I was thinking, geez, look at this guy. Is, this is, now this is, now we're freaking talking. Somebody freaking, somebody, somebody freaking, freaking interesting, freaking, has freaking entered the freaking equation. Um, Russell freaking got to talking to me about, um, about his freaking, uh, his travels and his freaking journeys. Uh, and, 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 and different freaking locales he's freaking visited. Um, he mentioned the freaking, uh, the freaking Netherlands. Uh, he mentioned the freaking, uh, freaking Iceland. Uh, he mentioned that he freaking had been to freaking New Zealand where they freaking filmed freaking Hobbit. Um, and my eyes said, Jesus, wait, that's freaking, that's, that's quite freaking amazing. You, uh, you must be freaking live a very freaking eventful freaking life. And it was in that moment that I thought to myself, Jesus, always do you, um, do you ever, do you, do you know anything about freaking, Seeking freaking treasure. I mean, do you, do you know anything about freaking buried freaking treasure? Uh, and he said, "Well, you know, maybe I do. Maybe I, you know, maybe I don't." He was playing freaking coy. I think he wanted to take the freaking treasure for take the freaking treasure for freaking freaking self. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. You know, what we did you out, just say? We, what was he said? He wanted to take. Why are you interrupting me? I couldn't understand you, Sandy. I said he wanted to. I said when I freaking one of the things. One of the freaking things I said, this he seems like he might freaking want a freaking treasure for himself. For weakers and tweakers, I think he said that he wanted to take the treasure for himself. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, that is what I freaking said. Um, geez, always, where, now where that f was I? Um, we went out for freaking drinks. We got to freaking talking. I figured out that I felt as if I could freaking trust the man. Um, I freaking invited him back uh, to the freaking uh, Jordan family freaking household around freaking 2 a.m. Um, we I freaking pulled up all the freaking the freaking documents that I freaking had. I pulled out the freaking treasure map and the freaking doubloons. And he he freaking he freaking we freaking split a freaking bottle of brown the two of us. And he said, "I think I can help you freaking find this freaking treasure." Wait a minute, Doug Jordan's family treasure? 
the freaking Doug Jordan, the freaking Doug Jordan friendly attitude. Um, mm, the freaking, I've been, I'm sorry, I was freaking drinking with this freaking guy wrestled uh, before I freaking came in to freaking record. Um, wait, he to find the freaking Doug Jordan family treasure. And does he have any leads? Um, he said he he says he he recognized some of the freaking symbols. Um, freaking uh, chiseled onto the freaking doubloons. And he said, um, he said he, I'm he believed, and I quote freaking directly. He said, "My oh my, I believe this is the Rock of freaking Gibraltar." You gotta be kidding me! The Great Rock of Gibraltar for Uyghurs and Tweakers, the standing over the Great Mouth to the Mediterranean, and I believe very north of England. Um, I have no freaking idea where the freaking heck it is. Um, I said, is that, is that where, is that where we'll find the freaking treasure? And he said, I, he said, I, and some say it may be, some say it may be freaking so. Um, yeah. So are, at this point, are you thinking a road trip or... Um, geez Louise, it's, it's certainly freaking in the cards. Uh, I'm going to have to freaking distance myself a little bit from this guy, though, because um, right after he said that, he performed, um, or he offered to freaking perform uh, freaking uh, sexual freaking favors uh, upon me, and I had to, I said, well, that's very freaking kind of you. Thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, I will have to freaking, I will have to freaking decline. Um, and then every single time I've met up with him since to talk about this freaking trip, sure enough, um, at a certain point in the evening, he says, well, you know, maybe I could do this, and I said, well, that's I don't believe that's freaking necessary. No, Sandy, I don't want to get too graphic. Obviously, this is for the radio, but did the thing that he offered to do for you involve perhaps his mouth? Yeah. And, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a freaking hint. It involves his freaking mouth or my freaking Dangly Johnson. Yeah. Which is not something I've ever, I mean, um, which is just which is not, it wasn't, it doesn't, the idea of it doesn't freaking, uh, doesn't exactly freaking tickle my freaking pants, even you know what I freaking mean. Yeah, it's a kind freaking offer, but um, I'm really I keep telling him I'm really much more interested in the freaking treasure. Yeah, and blessed are thee for that. Though blessed are those that are interested in a great, a great generous offer of that making. Blessed are those for taking that offer, and we celebrate them here, and God bless them. Yeah. Well, geez Louise, down on my knees. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what you're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, the UK's longest-serving monarch, Queen Elizabeth II, died after reigning supreme for 70 years, according to the BBC. She was 96. The Queen passed away Thursday after a long battle with physical deterioration due to prolonged aging. After succumbing to her wounds, Elizabeth was pronounced dead at her Scottish estate, where she had spent much of the summer. In the wake of her death, son Charles III will take the crown as King Charles III, and Prince Andrew will take care of the Queen's beloved corgis. According to reports, the Queen owned over 30 corgis in her lifetime. Her two remaining corgis, Muick 
Dick and Sandy will be sent to live with the Duke and Duchess of York, Prince Andrew and his ex-wife Sarah, respectively. Although the Duke and Duchess were divorced in 1996, the two continued to cohabitate the Royal Lodge near Frogmore on the Windsor Estate and planned to care for the corgis amicably. The Queen also owned a dorgy, a dachshund corgi mix, named Candy, but the whereabouts of the dog are now unknown. So, geez louise, down in my knees, the great old bag abjurated the badump, abjub... Jeez Louise, abdicated the th- abdicated the throne because she's dead. So come to her great wounds. And now in the wake of her death, 30 Corgi left unattended to. Now what was this this great queen? What was her daily routine to care for these great 30 Corgis in one Doxycorgan mix? Um, yep. Don't uh, agree. Here. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you're interrupting me. Jesus, Louise. Yeah, uh, I didn't, didn't mean to. That is enough. Um, um what the f? All right, here's the freaking thing. Um, the freaking Duchess, um, uh, freaking Queen Elizabeth of freaking Frogmore, um, grew up, um, with her cogus, with her cogi, cogus, corgan, doxin, corgan. What the heck am I freaking looking at? Um, a Kogi, a Kogi Doc Doge, Dorgi, uh, freaking the life, life on freaking Frogmore, um, is not freaking easy. No. It freaking ages you. Uh, the freaking queen freaking lived a freaking life, uh, of freaking decay. Basically from the moment she freaking was spat out the freaking, her own, the womb that she freaking, uh, that she freaking sprung for him. Uh, and... And it freaking and it freaking got her as it freaking does. Uh, and freaking death freaking uh, clutched it, uh, grabbed her, and her freaking corgi docks and uh, candy and freaking and freaking smothered both of them. This is, I pardon me, I had no idea what that part meant. But these they had thirty corgis, Doug Jordan. Thirty corgis that are left to their lonesome. Supposedly. Prince Andrew, the Duchess of Duark, and his ex-wife Sarah, who still live together respectively, will be taking up the duties of the great Corgi. And basically that means cleaning up after 30 dogs making mess on the freaking front freaking lawn. Now, all I can imagine is this old bag of bones prior to death slipping when she's picking up a freaking log, a freaking turd, and falling into another pile of 30 other logs of turd, if you know what I freaking mean. She's slipping around, sliding around. Next thing you know, she looks like a freaking mud monster. She comes up, sits on the throne, and they kill the old bag. Thinks that she's tried to take over and maybe steal the crown, Doug Jordan. You know what I mean? I'm I, Honestly, no, no, I'm not. I don't know what you mean. Imagine this! Imagine this freaking rotten old bag, freaking perched off her her freaking porcelain freaking throne, and she's freaking and she's freaking squeezing as a freaking Dickens as well, um, freaking Charles Dickens, um, who is a freaking who's another freaking very famous freaking British person who I'm who, if I freaking uh, remember correctly, was freaking was actually freaking king, uh, she and he and she's always and she's reading his freaking rag, um. Uh, 
and uh, Jesus, what in the heck? Uh, freaking, and the freaking and and the freaking corgi freaking jumps right up on our uh, corgi freaking jumped on our lap. Yeah, that's a good point, Sandy. Yeah, yeah, and I just hope King Charles doesn't make the same mistakes his great old bag of bone mother did. And he's an old guy. He's 70 years old already. Yeah, and I think that is the the big question mark surrounding the British people right now is how is this man expected to pick up 30 logs of corgi poop? Yeah. yeah. It's only a matter of time before he slips and slips into 29 other logs of friggin' corgi feces and probably breaks his neck and then we have to get another friggin' king and cycle goes on and on and they just keep buying corgis slipping in poop. Yeah. Yeah. Not to yeah. mention that Doxid Corgi mix. Yeah. Um. Last week, the Nigerian officials seized thousands of donkey penises that were set to be exported to Hong Kong, according to the Associated Press. The publication reported that 16 sacks of male donkey genitals were seized at the international airport in Lagos. The consignment was, quote, falsely declared as cow male genitals. But after due examination, my export officers discovered they were donkey male genitals, said Sambo Delgalamdima, the Nigerian Customs Service area commander. Donkey skins are known to be frequently exported or smuggled out of the country. In July, the Nigerian Customs seized $116,000 worth of donkey skins being smuggled into the country from neighboring Niger. Lawmakers have proposed a ban on killing donkeys to curb the export of donkey skins and genitals, which Nigerian prohibits to countries like China where the skins are used in popular traditional medicines. That proposed legislation has not yet been passed into law. So, obviously, we have an issue here. We have a great demand from this country to get these donkey skins. What they will do with it, yet unknown. Doug Jordan, I would care to hear your thoughts. Well, it says in the thing that they use it for medicine. Well, explain that. Because I never took a, I never got sick, and the doctor told me to go, go, get, go fetch yourself a donkey skin. You'll feel much better. And also, are they just referring to these donkey, these freaking Dangly Johnson as skins? Well, hey, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I think they're just referring to them as skins. I mean, if I said I play with my skins, I was playing with my skin the other day. Would you imagine that I was doing the thing that I do best all by myself, if you know what I freaking mean? I think when you put it like that, I think it's pretty obvious, yeah. Well, because I gave you the added... Uh, the geez louise the added parameters about my whereabouts and doings well let's take it out of the context real quick so i'll just say this so i'm just what i i just came into the room right i'm walking up to you and then and i just say hey i, I was playing with my skin the other day and you're gonna automatically assume that that means i freaking i was i did a thing you do all by yourself i would imagine you had very loose skin much like Jonah Hill did for a short period of time when he lost all that massive weight. And I would imagine that you were stretching it like using your stomach skin in the way that a small child would play with his ball sack. We kind of answered it there right with a where you said, you know, you could say that the small child was playing with the skin. That's a good point. 
I'm not trying to change the subject, but you know, just going back to the story. So it seems like cow male genitals are fine to ship over borders, but donkey ones aren't. Well, according to Regan Sambo, Deglagadema, um, you can do Regan, you can Regan trade as many Regan cow Regan cow Regan skins as possible. But as soon as um, as soon as Regan donkey enters the Regan prey, it's uh, Regan illegal. Yeah, but why is the donkey so illegal, do you think? Because it's a freaking sacred, freaking is a sacred beast. And geez Louise, down to my knees, Doug Jordan, donkeys have a long gestational period, meaning they are, the females are with child for a long time. Therefore, to breed donkeys, it takes decades, sometimes millennia. To get a good amount of donkeys in your country. Now, if you're skinning the freaking Dangly Johnson off of them, there's not going to be many of them left to fornicate. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, people in China going to have freaking sacks full of skins, and they're not going to have any donkeys in their great country. And Sandy was right; it is a sacred beast. Any further questions? Yeah, I have another question. So it said six, there's 16 sacks of male donkey genitals. Does that mean there are 16 skins? What does that freaking sound like, Doug? It's freaking 16 freaking sacks. They got some. They got freaking 16 skins, and they got freaking 16 freaking sacks. One for freaking each. They freaking came together. It's a whole freaking package. That's not very many. That's not very many when you think about for it. The it freaking Nigeria. Deal. It's quite a few because it is a freaking sacred beast. Yeah. Each one carries a, an offensive punishable 10 years in jail or or a terrible slogging perhaps so what's a slogging you can get yourself freaking slogged if you freaking if you go freaking chopping off the freaking palace of a donkey in freaking nigeria yeah. let me freaking tell you that freaking much yeah so does Last- that mean they'll take you out for a drink or you get slogged what did your freaking therapist tell you to do a lot of freaking babbling as well or Maybe you can just freaking shut, just freaking zip your freaking lips. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to talk. Last week, the world of chess was rocked by claims of cheating after a newcomer beat world champion Magnus Carlsen, according to the Straits Times. Accusations of cheating spread quickly through the chess community after 19-year-old American chess player Hans Neiman dethroned 31-year-old Norwegian grandmaster Magnus Carlsen. Carlsen had been ranked the world's top player in the inter. International Chess Federation in the third round of the prestigious Squin, jeez Louise, Squeak, Squinky Field Cup last Monday. Carlson's defeat by Neiman, who ranked number 40 in the world, ended a 53-game winning streak. Quote, it must be embarrassing for the world champion to lose to an idiot like me. I feel bad for him, Neiman said in an interview shortly after his victory. After the loss, Carlson announced his withdrawal from the tournament before producing a cryptic tweet featuring a video of a famous soccer coach saying, I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I am in big trouble. Carlson's decisions to quit has spurred accusations of cheating against Neiman from those privy to the world of competitive chess. Even Elon Musk weighed in on the debate, sharing a tweet in which a Twitter user claimed that Neiman was cheating using, quote, wireless anal beads that vibrate him the correct moves. Neiman responded by stating that he has never cheated at over-the-board chess, though he admitted to having previously cheated while playing online as a child. Teddy Richard, thoughts? 
Well, um, you know, I, I think when we look at this story, we have to look at the man who knows friggin' best, and that's Elon friggin' Musk. Elon Musk is a friggin' connoisseur of anal beads that vibrate when you use them. If anybody can spot a friggin' anal bead wearing chess player, it's friggin' Elon Musk. And so I, I think we have to kind of give it up for him right now for for spotting how exactly this man cheated and he should he should probably be freaking slogged for his crimes after we freaking pull out those anal beads and freaking prove that he was freaking cheating now that's correct now i'm not so sure that there's definitive proof at this point but if someone could perhaps learn language by only vibrations in their rear freaking end <laughs> I almost think that would be more impressive than winning a game of chess, which is ultimately just poor man's checkers, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you, um, what, what I, what I freaking know here is that chess, um, I don't believe is, is the easiest freaking thing to freaking cheat at. Um, but it is the freaking one of the freaking easiest things to be freaking very freaking bad at. Um, I freaking have played a game of chess with freaking Taylor, um, and and it's not surprising for me to hear that you believed it to be similar to freaking checkers because you were playing it um, wildly freaking incompetently, and at a certain point you pushed multiple pieces um, with one push. I said you can't freaking push. You can't move a freaking castle, a freaking and two freaking pawns all at freaking one go, and you but, definitely can't move them diagonally across the freaking board. Now that is because you refused to king me, and I nope. said king me. I got That's to fair. the other side. I said please king me, and you wouldn't king me. Um, and I and I'd love to freaking and I'd love to freaking address that uh, right freaking now. Um, first of all, at that point, it had already been freaking checkmate, so you had freaking lost, and freaking kinging me uh, is not a freaking thing in freaking chess. I don't understand. I know, man. I'm very freaking clear that you didn't understand. And no matter how many times I said, I don't think you know how to freaking play this game, you continue to freaking go and you continue to ask me to freaking king you. And a few times you asked me to king you when you didn't have a freaking piece at the end of the freaking board. So I don't even know that you... I'm starting to wonder if you know how to freaking play checkers correctly as well. I just think that this is... If the accusations are true then this is a great blight on the prestigious squinky field cup. And I don't know, Doug Jordan, if they will ever overcome this great blight. Are you, um, are you asking me a question? I think, I think what he's trying to say is Doug, do you think as far as the freaking squinky cup is concerned, that freaking, uh, freaking Mr. Seaman should freaking relinquish his freaking crown and give it to Magnus freaking Carlson. Um, as as a freaking apology for freaking having uh, vibrating freaking anal uh, freaking anal beads of his freaking rectum. Well, I mean, can they prove that he he was cheating? Well, as soon as he freaking makes a freaking bowel movement, they'll have a freaking pretty good freaking idea of whether or not those things are up there. That's a good point. Now, mm-hmm. if this is the direction that we can expect from chess, maybe we need to level the playing field. Everybody should be filled up to the brim to the gills with these anal beads before they play a match. And then we can finally decide who is the squinky field cup champion and who is the folly of the great world cup chess championship. Yeah. Um, 
Because it's a lot freaking easier. Yes, I, and I bet, Doug, I, I can see what you're freaking thinking. Wouldn't it be freaking easier to just give a freaking cavity search to every single freaking chess player that walks into freaking squinky field? But that would be way more freaking difficult than just making sure that these freaking that these freaking bowels are freaking packed to the freaking brim. Because you can freaking go ahead and root up there for during a freaking cavity search, but you might just be freaking missing it. But if you freaking take one freaking look and you can say, oh, yeah, that thing is freaking packed to the freaking brim. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't have to do much searching for a guy with beads packed up his rear end to the gills. And, you know, one of the things that uh, experts in the sports have been saying is that they really need a new way to draw in viewers for the Squinky Field Cup friggin' finals, um, which you broadcast on ESPN2 every year. And what a better way to do it than friggin' pre-match anal bead insertion uh, every friggin' match. Yeah. Imagine, imagine it's like a freaking red carpet freaking event where the freaking the the players and we're talking about the freaking top dogs in the freaking chess world. They're freaking coming in freaking dressed to the freaking nines and their freaking traditional freaking uh, squeaky field freaking garb, and every single freaking player that walks in is freaking inspected. Um, and the moment they see that their freaking rectums are freaking filled to the freaking brim, they are freaking moved on, and the freaking paparazzos are freaking flashing the freaking bulbs, and freaking then they're freaking asking freaking Magnus Carlson for a freaking autograph, and freaking. And even Mr. Freaking Seaman himself, uh, the freaking reigning freaking champion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really think this is sort of a game changer. I really think, for one thing, that it could be a status symbol. You're walking down that red carpet and you just see, you can see the protruding anal beads. They have, oh my God, Carlson is so full. You can see them protruding from his behind and he's wearing mm. them proudly on the outside of his clothing. And you can freaking, and you can see the freaking vibrations. Um, as the freaking as the freaking sphincter is freaking twitching and freaking trembling, yeah, they're just quivering like worms on the end of a hook. Semen is freaking shuddering with freaking. Is it pain? Is it ecstasy? We don't know, Doug. A little bit of freaking both, probably. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Last week, fast food giant Burger King announced that they will be testing a new everything season bun at locations in Huntsville, Alabama, Albuquerque, New Mexico, starting in mid-September, according to Chewboom.com. As part of the market test, Burger King has curated a new everything menu that will include an everything Whopper, an everything BK Royal Crispy Chicken Sandwich, and an everything breakfast sandwich. The Everything Whopper, a flame-grilled beef patty topped with tomatoes, lettuce, creamy mayonnaise, ketchup, crunchy pickles, and a slice of white onions will be presented on a toasted brioche bun topped with everything seasoning. The Everything BK Royal Crispy Chicken Sandwich, a crispy white chicken breast filet topped with savory royal sauce, lettuce, and tomatoes will be presented on a toasted brioche bun topped with everything seasoning. The Everything Breakfast Sandwich, sizzling sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted American cheese will be presented on a toasted brioche bun topped with everything seasoning. The new test items will be available for a limited time only. Doug Jordan? Take it to the sports desk. Okay. Welcome to the sports desk with Doug Jordan. This is a short one today. Burger King is going to put out new buns with everything seasoning on top and they'll have three sandwiches that you can choose from. Everything seasoning I think is what? There's garlic and onion and and uh, poppy seeds and sesame seeds and uh, is there another kind of seed? 
Peppercorn, maybe? No, I don't think there's a pepper. There's no peppercorn on an everything bagel. I don't know. Never had one. You never had an everything bagel? No. Tell us what yeah, this so- is going to do to these sandwiches, if you would be so kind as to zip your lid for a moment. I'm confused by the statement. You want me to tell you what you they you, no, you, need to rig- the you need to rig- shut the hell up. And stop your freaking yapping and and just for wiggers and tweakers out there and just just give us a, a, a brief little snippet of, of what of what customers can expect from this um, from one, from these freaking sandwiches. I'm confused because you keep telling me to shut the hell well, up. Well, you and then just you shut up and that... tell us what we can expect on these freaking sandwiches, please. Yeah, I already explained that it. You keep it's one now you're interrupting me. It's fascinating. Yeah, because it's my time. Like, it's my. It's called it's Sports Desk with Doug Jordan. It's not called Sports Desk with freaking Sandy. You want to do Sports Desk with Sandy? Barkus? I could freaking do it in my freaking sleep. Okay, Sandy, then go ahead, please. Sports um, desk, Sandy Fargus. All right, welcome to the freaking sports desk. Sorry that uh, freaking our typical, our usual freaking uh, freaking jackass, freaking Doug Jordan can't be here today. Um, is freaking Herbie's? Uh, our freaking, are you going to talk player. about the sandwiches, or are I'm you going to just keep rambling on? Getting freaking getting to it. Uh, Freaking Burger King is having freaking everything season buns uh, at freaking select locations in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, this is only going to be going on at freaking select locations. So don't get your hopes up because they're not going to be freaking everywhere. Uh, as for the freaking sandwiches, um, we are going to be doing uh, new versions of the Everything Whopper, the Everything BK Royal Crispy Chicken Sandwich, and even the Everything Breakfast freaking sandwich. You're just reading the copy. You're just reading the copy of it. You're not giving any insight. You're just reading what he already read. You didn't even ring, let me ring and finish. Ring yeah, because this is what you guys do to me every single fucking time I do this goddamn thing. Doug Jordan, please zip this your is, lid. You must freaking, you must freaking, freaking stop freaking talking. Um, anyway, I feel like that's pretty much freaking it. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you had it there, and and well, good job to you and Doug Jordan. Thank you for the assist there at the end. That really helped fire things up. Now, geez, Louise, down to my knees. Weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers. We have one story before we leave you, and it is an important one. And all right. Never mind. It we had I had a different story planned, but it seems it was cut. It was about 9/11. This is actually a good story too, though. Last week, Tom Hanks revealed that he once proposed producing a sequel to the classic 1994 film Forrest Gump, according to Variety. During an interview on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, Hanks admitted that the sequel was a serious possibility for about 40 minutes. "Quote: I will say that with a long time in between." We did take a stab at talking about another Forrest Gump that lasted all of 40 minutes. And then we never, we said, guys, come on, the angels and demon actors said. Kind of a bad quote there. Hanks and Gump director Robert Zemeckis are reuniting for Disney's live-action Pinocchio, which begins streaming September 8th on Disney+. Plus. The project marks the fourth collaboration between the duo. So, geez louise, down to my knees. Now, we know Doug Jordan loves Tom Hanks. And we know Sandy and myself both hate Tom Hanks. It's always been hard to tell how vegan Tady Erizer feels. So why don't we start with Tady Erizer a little bit about this possible gump sequel yeah well you know it i think it's absolutely a freaking hilarious idea i well i am not the biggest fan of tom hanks friggin dumb friggin tom hanks has a child the friggin aids baby with jenny jenny friggin goes off and dies and now friggin tom hanks dumb friggin forrest gump has to raise his friggin baby think of the absolutely hilarious friggin 
life that these two lead going on friggin' adventures, talking to Lieutenant Dan, friggin' shrimping, friggin' going on adventures, going to war, running across the friggin' country. Forrest is friggin' dragging this little baby along. This baby's friggin' crying because it's sick of running. Forrest doesn't care. He can run all friggin' day. It just sounds like the absolute funniest friggin' movie I've ever seen. And, and while I'm certainly sick of Tom Hanks and, and would really rather not see any more movies of him, I think Forrest Gump 2 has to happen. For friggin' Forrest Gump, Return of the Friggin' Gump, make it happen. I like the idea. Now, I had a different idea as you were speaking. I brainstormed something that I thought was very freaking interesting. Now, sure. There was a movie called The Turner and Hooch, starring freaking Tom Hanks, playing a freaking Lieutenant Turner who's trying to solve a a complete mystery as to who killed an old fisherman. Don't know why he cared so much. And the only witness was, yep, you guessed it, a dog named Hooch. Now, at the end of the movie, the dog dies. So that is very sad and kind of stops it from being able to make a sequel. But if they were to make a sequel where Tom Hanks both played Gump and Turner, they could make Turner and Gump. And Gump could be the witness of this great crime. The only witness, but he is unable to describe what he has seen through language because of his intellectual disability. And so Turner has to have him move in with him and he has to teach him how not to go bathroom on the floor and how not to tear up his pillows when he's upset. And And most importantly, how to be a freaking cop. Um, this is a freaking this is a freaking hilarious freaking buddy cop freaking film where freaking where freaking t- Turner uh, and freaking Gump are freaking paired up together and they have to freaking solve a freaking crime before it's too late and you have classic freaking sequences about freaking Gump learning how to freaking shoot a gun and then that's also paired with freaking sequences where he's being taught not how to go to the bathroom on the freaking floor uh, which freaking Turner is freaking as we know very freaking experienced with because he freaking taught freaking Hooch not to go to the bathroom on the freaking floor yeah. And then freaking Gump, freaking dies, freaking spoiler, freaking dies at freaking him. Yeah, he accidentally freaking head. He shoots himself by accident. He accidentally turns the gun on himself, and he mm. was holding it backwards. So he, thought, he thinks he's looking in the scope, and it's actually down the barrel of a freaking shotgun. And freaking Turner says, "No, Gump, no." But at that point, it's freaking too late. Freaking blows the top half of his freaking head clear off. And freaking movie comes freaking screeching to a halt because I'd never figured out he was never able to freaking say who the freaking witness was. It's a tragedy. It's a freaking Shakespearean freaking tragedy. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious, dude. Doug Jordan, how would you feel about these two movies? I thought it was just one movie. What's a two-parter? It's a freaking sequel. There's a freaking two that's broken up into two parts. Yeah, we'd watch. Yeah, I'd watch them. I think the dinner table scene would be quite hilarious, where it's. Tom Hanks playing both Turner and Gump and they're having dinner together and Turner's the ever-present bachelor and he's kind of mm. disgusted but by the way that Tom Hanks eats with his hands and kind of makes a mess. And imagine the freaking hot tub scene as well. Yeah, yeah, this movie would have a great hot tub scene. Freaking threesome. A freaking woman and freaking uh, woman and freaking Freaking two different freaking Hanks, freaking Gump and Turner. Yeah. Gump goes into the bathroom in the hot tub. Another freaking scene that comes to a freaking screeching halt. Freaking log freaking floats up to the freaking top, Doug. 
Are you, yeah, are you freaking listening? Yeah, I'm listening. I thought I would watch these movies. Gump forgets what he's done and thinks it's a candy bar and ends up taking a bite. And, and, he, freaking, and he realizes what it is and lets go of it and floats back up at the top of the freaking freaking hot tub. And then, and then he thinks to himself, hey, well, it really wasn't that freaking bad. Takes another freaking bite. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and hot for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. Doug Jordan, why did you just rub your eyes? Tired. Tired of what? I just rubbed my eyes because I was getting tired. We're recording this late at night and I'm tired. Had a long day. What did you do today that was so long and arduous? Well, I went to work, and then I came home, had dinner, and then I had to, I had to rush after dinner to do the show. But I mowed the lawn. I mowed the lawn, too. Did you eat anything when you mowed the lawn? Well, I, I got a cup holder, so I had a beer while I was mowing the lawn. So you showed up to the show drunk? I had one beer. And that's why you said the F word. Sandy said the F word, and he shows up drunk every single freaking week. I didn't bring him show drunk last week. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't here at all. This has been a production of Our Week Studios. W.